podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to this Ibrox podcast. This is your immediate post-match reaction to Rangers 2, Aberdeen 1 at Ibrox this evening. I am absolutely freezing. Tommy, how are you feeling? <laughs> well, I've got uh, three points to warm me up, but uh, it's, not the, it's not the warmest night here. Yeah, but the result always helps, doesn't it? Well, at some point, somebody's going to make a hot toddy joke. I'm pretty sure we did that as well. But yeah, you might be able to hear the Aberdeen fans in the background defiant and defeat, but mostly just defeat. So yeah, yeah, something to hold on to. Yeah, fair play to them. They're, they're making some, their self heard, should I say, after defeat. So yeah, fair play. Look, we'll just get stuck right into it, Tommy. Really intense start from Rangers tonight. It came out with a, a bit of an unexpected lineup. We've seen Tom Lawrence in the midfield. I think a lot of people by, were surprised by that. Really intense start. We'll just start with the goal. It comes very early. Um, Ross McCausland jumps inside, uh, hits a shot. Uh, Keller Rusi, he palms it into Matondo's path at the back post and he slots it home. How good a start was that from Rangers? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. You know, people were surprised maybe by the Lawrence start. And then we did start on the front foot. We kind of tried to press high, push push Aberdeen right right back and get that early goal. We know, we know the clubs uh, come to Ibrox trying to frustrate the crowd, trying to stop us getting an early goal. As you say, great work. McCausland cuts in. Matondo's on the front foot and lashes it into the, into the back of the net. I think it was a, a fantastic start and they got the crowd right on, right on top of Aberdeen as well. Yeah, well, we will come back to that after, but I thought the crowd were fantastic tonight. I really thought they, they made the difference. Bit of, a, bit of an up and down first half for Rangers. I think they had a lot of the momentum. They were the better team. Aberdeen were just kind of sticking in there, weren't they? And then we're just we're going to have to come to it early here. It's a, it's a really, really poor goal for Rangers to lose just before half time. Uh, Connor Barron, I think he just hits the ball in a swivel. Uh, it, it just it just loops right over our, our two centre-halves. Connor Goldson's caught sleeping, let's be honest about that. Miofsky does really well, he gets himself in front of Connor Goldson and he puts it away past Jack Buckland. What did you make of that goal? That was really poor in my opinion. Yeah, well listen, we're all pulling our head out with deja vu there. As you said, we were completely on top. Aberdeen weren't in it. Um, I can't remember any real clear-cut chances that they actually they actually had. And as you said, you described it perfectly, so I'm not going to duplicate. We've seen it too many times that's the problem so it's either a switch off with Connor Goldson it is good movement but you want Miofsky as well and once he gets in front he uses his body shape and his strength to hold him off and it's a nice finish but it's a really simple poor goal to lose and you can bet your bottom dollar Philippe Clement has words round about that it's a concentration thing I think isn't it it's you're coming to the end of the half we all know that Connor Goldson's a very good player a very good defender and it just seems to be he's just caught. He, th- he probably just knows it's, it's coming up to half time. He just doesn't realise that Miofsky's on his on his blind side, and and he gets in. And and we have to be honest, Miofsky has a, a good striker. He's going to take advantage of these situations, isn't he? Oh, it's, listen, it's me trying to send a tweet out from the This Is Ibrox main account. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. It's all a concentration thing. So yeah, listen, I can laugh now because you know we picked up the three points, but it's unfortunately something that's now stuck. Now Connor Goldson is a good defender. There's no two ways about that but there might just be a little bit of a concentration lapse in there when, because we are so dominant, we're not expecting a simple ball over the top. People speak about the space between the two centre-backs, the, um, the inability for Conor Goldson to you know, be aware of where Miofsky is. All those things are in play, to be honest with you. It's a poor goal to lose. There's no two ways about that. And it's individual error. Yeah, and it comes at the, that that point of the half, isn't it? It's right towards the end of the half. Aberdeen would have been going in there. Neil Warwick would have been sitting in that changing room at half time really thinking right we have something to build on now in that second half you know you can use this against them the crowd hopefully goes against the home team didn't turn out to be that way thankfully yeah. um we'll just jump right into the second half as well again i thought rangers maybe didn't get the the same level of intensity they did in the first half but 
Aberdeen, I think you have to give them a bit of credit. They slowed the play down. They were trying to frustrate. Um, Rangers made a couple of substitutions. They brought Fabio Silva on. I'll, I'll maybe just get a, a word on him. I, I thought he really made a difference tonight when he came on. What do you think, Tommy? Yeah, listen, I think you nailed it in the gantry as well, uh, sitting next to me. I think your words were he's changed it with these, he's showing up up front and he's runs and he's holding the ball up. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think Silva was fantastic when he came on, gave us a different dimension up there. J- just uh, again, you're right with the, the crowd. Aberdeen were trying to frustrate and there was a, we had a couple of moans and groans. But listen, anybody watching, anybody tuning in afterwards, the crowd were absolutely amazing towards the back end of that second half. Really drove the team forward. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to come back to that. I yeah. thought the crowd were absolutely fantastic tonight. We'll just oh, get on. Was he giving you kudos for calling out the Fabio Silva thing? Come on, one at a time here. You like to throw my agenda off. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to bring you back. But, yeah, I have to say as well, I thought Fabio Silva was fantastic. I think we've seen that in quite a few games now. You can see he has a real understanding of playing that role. He might not be that clinical goal scorer that we've wanted in the, in the January window, but he certainly knows how to have a presence up there. And I thought he'd done really well at just bringing those kind of midfield players in behind him into the game in that second half. And I think that's a real reason why we went on to win that game. Listen, I agreed. I was just thinking about the physicality point as well. There was a point uh, just when he was down near the dugout where he was essentially smashed. And he goes through two. He gets straight back up. There's no rolling about. He carries on with it. It's good to see that sort from Cortez as well. Getting on with the ball, driving forward, not rolling about or anything like that. Really up for the fight that was on there tonight as well. And you really need that in nights like tonight. Let's talk about that Cantwell goal then. I mean, any opportunity for me to <laughs> to, true, to, yeah, to praise Todd Cantwell, I will. I thought at that point, Rangers were really starting to build a bit of momentum. They were really starting to pin Aberdeen back, a lot of pressure. Tom Lawrence, I think, it made sense at that point for him to be on the pitch in that deeper position. He was starting to make an impact and, and it comes to him on the edge of the box. He just cracks a shot. That's something we've wanted for a long time from a Rangers midfielder. He cracks a shot. Roos pams it out again, very similar to the first goal. He just can't get enough on it. And Cantwell comes in and he smashes at home exactly what you want from a midfielder in that position. Again, Todd Cantwell, I, I really thought he made the difference tonight in, in situations where Rangers were struggling. He was everywhere. He was trying to get hold of the ball and I think he deserved that goal in the second half. Yeah, and his, his range of movement across the pitch, as you say, he was everywhere. Listen, two goals tonight from two players cutting in and hitting shots from outside. The keeper not being able to deal with it and us being first to follow yeah. up. I mean, it's manna from heaven stuff that we've all wanted. And so, yeah, I think Lawrence um, maybe wasn't naturally quite working in the first half, but as he kind of grew into that second half, I think he saw a little bit more of what he can do. Yeah. Um, listen, he's a player that once we start to see the absolute best of him, we've got a find there as well. Can't well listen. You want a big player like that to come up with a big moment. Sure enough, a winner in what what really felt like a massive night in the title race. Actually, it really did. It, it, you know, Rangers might not have went top of the league tonight, but it felt a really, really important game to get those three points. And Aberdeen came here to ruin it. Let's be honest; they were right up for it with our new manager. And and I wouldn't say they played well, but they definitely they done enough, I think, to frustrate us in that game. And I'm really happy we managed to go over the line. Let's just talk about the red the red card for uh, Dujon Sterling. I'll be honest with you, I'll just give my opinion now. It looked like a red card for me on first view, and I haven't seen it back, uh, folks, so I can't say for sure that it is. What was your first take on it? Do you think it was a red card? Well, actually, I thought the build-up, there was a couple of tasty challenges, actually, that were going about. I'm with you, and I'm sure people will come back in the in the comments when they've watched and, and listened. I, I thought he went in, and it was a it was a red. I'm, I'd be happy to, well, not happy, but if I see that it's not, then we've got an appeal there uh, somewhere, because it's went to VAR, etc., but it looked like he'd caught him and he'd lost control and probably a red was sensible. Interesting that they went to VAR and it wasn't overturned, something we don't really see often. 
uh, we're going to talk about Neil Warnock at that point as well. I thought it was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Neil Warnock was gesturing to to Ibrooks at that point. I think he used an expletive in there, and he was, you know, he was saying. It's you know you're only having a look at it because we're at Ibrooks. It was it was actually quite funny to see, wasn't it? They were working on that touchline tonight. Yeah, the fire was back in his, his belly and all that. Um, not, notwithstanding the fact that he turned up in the the blue suit and the brown brogues and came through the front door and tried to turn right to the home dressing room, we'll put it back that way, Neil. Right, but yeah, he was calling out the the, the referee and all that. Maybe it had an impact. You never know. But if there was anywhere that was going to get a VAR overturn. Uh, no, not an overturn. It was definitely going to be us at Ibrooks. So so there you go. Something in there. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. And look, I, I'm happy to be proved wrong later. I'll, I'll go back and watch it when I get home this evening. I'll have a wee look and see if Sterling was, you know, rightly sent off. It's one of these things. Like, like you said, there was a couple of tasty tackles in there at points. And I think I think there was probably, it was right to have a red card tonight. There was quite a few flying in. So I'm not, I'm not surprised by it. That's probably the best way to put it. Before we finish up then, I just wanted to have a wee chat about the crowd tonight. I thought there was a real energy in the stadium tonight. I felt that coming to the ground tonight. I think the, the fans really made a difference tonight. What do you think? Yeah, listen, incredible. I think everything that's come into it, we've had the January transfer window, we've got ourselves right back into the title fight. Rivals are dropping points. We know Aberdeen were going to turn up and it was going to be their next cup final, considering they get beaten the last one. And so they were obviously coming here to spoil the party, as you were saying, and the crowd went absolutely with the team in that second half. You could hear it. It was rocking. The gantry was rocking here. Absolutely phenomenal, and everybody should be, you know, kind of proud of giving that back. And I'm sure Philippe Clermont will be speaking about that later on in the press conferences. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. I think it'll be interesting to hear from Neil Warnock as well in there. That should be an interesting one. So, just before we finish up, Mario Match? Oh, I'm going to give it to Todd Campbell. I'm going to give it to Todd Campbell as well. It's a pretty easy one for me tonight. I think he deserves it with that goal at the end, and, and he's saved us, and Rangers have got three points. It's not top of the league, but we really are putting pressure on this title race, and that's what it's all about. Thanks for joining me, Toby. It's been a, it's been an enjoyable one tonight. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been, it's been a good one. I'm happy with this. So the least surprising thing tonight, by the way, everybody is Ross giving man of the match to Todd Cam. He might not even be playing tonight, and he was still getting man of the match off him. Actually, I had it written down in my notes before the game started that I was going to give it to Todd Campbell tonight, regardless of the way the, way the game went. So I'm happy I was able to give it to him. But yeah, thanks very much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow at half eight. I'm sure there'll be a, a more in-depth review of this game and what it means for the title race. And I'm sure the guys will be building up to here at the weekend. So we'll see you in that one. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.